Kia ora and welcome to Rev Talk the Mahinati Podcast. I'm Rev Chris. I'm Rev Mike. And Kia ora whanau, I'm Brother Zane. Oh, the only not Rev. Brother. No, my heart of my. We all, we all brothers. Yeah, we yeah. all brothers in Christ. No, my heart of my. Hikamaki tōtato nei punua paho. Kia nei ko Rev Talk the Mahinati Podcast. You're in for a treat. A couple of new things on our show today, so make sure you stick around yeah. and adi mai o koto taringa ki Rev Talk the Mahinati Podcast. Brother Zane, how to cope up to it, are you? Yes, well, Thando, since it's been quite a while since last time we had a bit of a catch up here on Ref Talk, um, we're just gonna ca- we're gonna kickstart our show with a, with a nice, beautiful catch up with one another. Kawaii, Fee, kia ora. Yeah, so if so, what have I been up to? Um, yeah, just doing when was our last? I know, in, oh. in sorry, in Audio Land. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, when was the last podcast? That's a good question. It's been a couple, couple, three, four. It's been a long time. Shouldn't mm. have left you without a dope podcast to sleep to. Yeah. <laughs> that's what people use podcasts for, eh? Unless you're in Auckland, they just play when you're Straight driving. Straight up, that's what I use them for. Anyway, Zane, what have you been up to, bro? Yeah, what have I been up to? I've just been, um, yes, doing the Lord's good work here in, um, here in Tairawhiti, <laughs> spending some time with um, Rev Chris and then Michael, which has been a real blessing. Um, Excuse me, Zane. Yes? How come um, Michael gets his uh, oh, sorry. time, I don't? <laughs> We're friend. Oh, well, <laughs> friend. <laughs> with, with friend Chris. The no, highest right, title right. of all, friend. It's all right, it's all right. I've done it, I've done it, I've done it. Very friendly. And, yeah, it's... Oh yeah, and so far, no, yeah, it's been absolutely wonderful. Um, we've been doing lots of stuff, lots of um different ministry, yeah, throughout Tairawhiti, which has been a real blessing because I'm down here doing my curacy, and so it's been really great to learn from these two and spend some time with them. Um, learn what not to do. Yeah, well, sometimes, but uh, most of the time, definitely what yeah. I should be doing. Te- teaching moment. What's what's a curacy? Yeah, a curacy, whānau, it's sort of like, um, it's an apprenticeship. Kia ora. It's sort of like an app- yeah. ministry apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. For what? For those who um, are ordained. Or, su- or like discerning or ordination, moving discerning towards ordination. ordination or so Zane's yeah. an ordained, which means he's going to be ordained one day. We never quite know when. It'll come eventually. Mm. Could could be this year. Could really, be it depends years. on you. Yeah, I hope it's sometime but, soon. But Zane's lucky enough to be um, then Mike's and I's uh, apprentice, so we're teaching him the ways of the dragon, and yeah. it's absolutely wonderful. <laughs> fun, though. But that means it's going to be harder for you because we expect far more. Taumata. Yeah, yeah. To get to get. That's right. That's why I've had to level up a lot. But um, yeah, so apart from that, um, I also spend some time with Ruihana Painga and we um, work on our national rangatahi ministry there, which is really awesome. Mean. We really yeah. need to ask you for permission to share a story. Which story? Next podcast. Next podcast. Oh, okay. Story okay. time. <laughs> we'll save that one up, but that's something to tune into the next one. Oh, yeah. So just been doing the mahi, eh? Yep. Do the mahi, get the treats. That's right. Kapai, brother. Lovely to hear from you. Then Mike. I think the same, eh? Was that we've been getting back into ministry a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's been interesting, kind of um, getting back into church. Some more than others. Yeah, some more than others. I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, yeah, what else we? We, we uh, one of the the sort of the cool. Th- it was kind of uh, no, no. It was a good thing. But you and I, we we um, happened to get along with the bishop down to Porangaho. That's right. Mm. For a kawemate mm. for a, a wonderful Po of the Hai A Robertson. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Who passed away during lockdown, eh? Yeah. So they, could, so this was the first opportunity for that Fano to mm. gather to, uh, to mihi to to tangi together as a Fano and to 
come together as a whānau mm. uh, to mark that and to remember. Um, so that was that was a cool experience. It was kind of yeah. sad, but I, I think these are um, familiar stories during mm. lockdown. Eh? Those who lost loved ones uh, in that space, and you know we had that crazy time there where only yeah. those who were part of the bubble was it. The immediate yeah. bubble could. Yeah. Kind I got of down to like ten, didn't it? Ten people, do you mean? Sorry? Yeah, you got down to yeah. as low, low as yeah. ten people yeah. out of Tangi. No, no. Well, when it was level four, it was like unless you were in the in household the bubble, bubble with mm. them, you had nothing to do with it, eh? Yeah. So that's kind of what happened with this koka, eh? Um Yeah. So it was kind of it was moving and and sort of sad, um, but a privilege to be a part of that occasion. That that fun of kind of remembering, eh? Like people coming out to the street when she yeah. passed and yeah. sort of. So, you know, but and and that that sense of that Fano saying though, like we all understood though, uh, where Altero was at and why we were doing this, yeah. and and we believed in that, and we know why we had to do it. Yeah. Um. But that's an amazing Fano down there, um, yeah. down yeah. in Porangaho. So that was a real cool experience, eh? Mm, it was amazing. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, like you were saying, that story was actually quite powerful. Hearing about how um, you know, at all different places they mourned. They came out on the side of the roads, yeah, yeah. the Karanga to mourn as the body passed through and so yeah so i could imagine what a um yeah what a tough time that would have been not being able to come together yeah, yeah. so that was sort of yeah one of our experiences mm. Ruth can and chris i was wondering how long i'd have to sit here if someone asked me i didn't want to do the old zane trick oh, and okay. be like so well, zane, what's our next what have you segment? been up to zane oh well zane <laughs> i've been up to this zane no, I haven't been up to much since we last met. Just um, mahi mahi. Yep, bit of work. Uh, finished off another paper Ooh. Uh, that uh, oh, yeah. Mike and I were enrolled in. Um, I can't remember what it was called. Public and contextual. Public theology. and contextual theology. Still waiting on final marks. Six and eighteen. Yeah, very public. Um, and then just finishing up another paper uh, in the second semester on engaging Islam. Mm. Had my first class yesterday. It was pretty interesting. Um, cool fella teaching that. And then just, you know, kicking it with fun. I didn't head down to Porangahau with these two, sort of um, uh, not prioritising, but, you know, just any chance mm. to mm. stay at home with whānau, uh over the weekend especially, and, and that's me. Um, yeah. So that's it's always pretty cool to, to get it. Well, you know, for those of you who have any um, familiarity with ministers or ministry, you'll know that a weekend off is a bit of a rare thing. That's um, right. So when it popped up, I was like, "Oh, it'd be cool to stay home with um, Telma here mm. uh, and Charlene." So that that was cool fun. But you still get like the old um, the FOMO vibes, like you're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, like I woke up <laughs> early that morning and I was like, oh, they would just be hitting the road now." And like um, yeah. one of my favorite things is on like uh, church road trips is like yep. hanging out and um, staying like at the motel together and yeah, stuff and yeah. having a yarn and fellowship in the night. And and if you're not there, then you know that you're the subject of the conversation. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't do that to me, eh, Zane? No, absolutely not. And in fact, when we were driving, because you know we've sort of got our seats in the bishop's car, mm. I would often look look to my um, look to my right, <laughs> and I was like, "This is where Chris would sit." <laughs> so no, you're definitely missed. You should have done one of those TikToks where you put your arm up and just. There's I no was one actually there. thinking about doing that. <laughs> 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 no, but but you know, again, eh, I'm lucky enough to be in a job um, with you know, like a, a bishop and a boss who's who's more than happy for you to sort of bow out of some of those kopapa to to hang out with Fano. So, mm. awesome time, real real pleased to be back on um, Rev Talk, um, talking to all you fine people, mm-hmm. and probably talking to a lot of empty houses that just have us on in the background while they're doing their. Even that might be ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, any, anything else, Ed? Pretty cool roundup, eh? Beautiful roundup. Beautiful roundup.
but we're, but we're not endorsing Roundup. Roundup. Oh, we're organic. Yeah, we're organic. We're an organic podcast. Yeah, you should speak lovingly to your weeds and ask them. Can you please find a new home? <laughs> <laughs> Bereave Talk Roundup. I've got a feeling that we're heading to the next section of our podcast that uh, Vin Mike uh, doesn't really like the name of this next section. What is this next section? The next section is called Tehinota Corridor. Talking Synod. <laughs> yeah, okay. But, you know, one of our co-papa, mm-hmm. um, if you don't like something, offer an alternative, or we're going to stick with it. Yeah. <laughs> Go, Mike. A big tucky, big talk. Okay, but that's like a way better. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, I'll restart. play our stinger again, and um, and then we'll introduce the segment again. You yeah, ready, yeah. brother Zane? Okay. Oh no, welcome to Big Tucker Big Talk. Ooh. That name's, I wonder who came up with that. That was brilliant. Big Tucker Big Talk. Yeah. How'd the cope up with brothers, eh? Well, Fano, today on Big Tucker Big Talk, we're going to be talking <laughs> about the upcoming referendum, which will be taking oh. place during um, the time when we go in for our elections in September. Yeah. We'll be also having a referendum where we'll have to make two choices. Does it make it referendi? Da. Oh. Referenda. What? Is that it? Yeah, it's funny how I was right. Eh? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I was like, is he joking? No, that actually sounds right. He was like, wait, no, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so we've got that coming up in September along with our elections. And yep. the co-papa is um, the legalisation of recreational marijuana and also... Mm. <laughs> never, never heard of that before. That sounds like... Is that like um, playgrounds? Marijuana, fine, no. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh. You missed your opportunity to do your knock-knock. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, save it. Save we'll it. save it till the end. We'll save it till the end. Yeah. Zane's got a really funny two footy tour joke to share with us. Yeah, for you two footy tour listeners. <laughs> um, and also, um, the other part of the referendum is whether or not um, we agree for assisted dying. Yeah, euthanasia. Yeah, euthanasia. Oh well, what's our? I reckon we do a quick hot take from everyone. See where we're at. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Venerable Michael? Hot take on which one? Either on both, both of them. Yeah, I wouldn't want to get that. Well, no, I guess, no, anyway, I won't mix them. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's time for my morning joint to become legal. <laughs> <laughs> Michael did grow no, up first in round Tokyo. Question, who's, who's actually um, had marijuana? Yep. I can't, uh, no, I haven't, unfortunately. Ooh. Well, there was a bit of, unfortunately. Because he's thinking to himself, Was that a clear no? Or? I was no, in the car with my brother that one time. Was a so you've been no. hotboxing? <laughs> oh my goodness Michael grew up in Toko So he's real au fait With this game of fun Yeah oh, Toko means uh, oh, I tell you what th- yeah, What do I think about it I you, think uh, You gotta ask, answer your own question Oh do I Yeah okay Yeah sure Yeah Yep <laughs> Yeah Playground In high school Oh yep Yeah oh, Like that public No <laughs> Oh gee <laughs> You know Teacher would pass you in Really <laughs> No <laughs> What school is that not not could have from Māori. Um, well, this is like it is. This really is a big tucky. It big is. Talk. It is. It's, it's deep. A, it's a deep tucky deep talk. Uh, what's my quick hot take? Will, will I be? Well, okay. Here's one. I'm not sure how, sure how legal this is, but I'm sure it's fine because we're not telling people how oh, okay. to do it. As you sit now, what's your vote on both of them? On both of them. Mm-hmm. Oh heck, I, th- I think no on euthanasia. Okay. Um, I'd got really kind of my my vote on marijuana would be no too. Kilda Zane, 
Um, likewise, I am no for euthanasia and no for recreational marijuana. Well, I think we're about to lose some listeners because, uh, <laughs> like these two, I'm I'm no on both fronts as well. And I think um, for me, um, the reasons are fairly similar um, in that uh, being sort of frontline pastoral carers in our, in mm. our community working with our whanau, I've seen the um, the damage yeah. uh, that marijuana can do on the ground to our people. And, you know, th- there are heaps of people eh, who are, mm. what, what mm. do they, there's a name for it where you can do it and still function, or highly functioning, yeah. that are highly yeah. functioning. Mm. Eh, they can partake and then still go to work in the morning mm. and it doesn't impact on their um, mm. their resources or their income or their expenditure and their whare. Cool. Yeah. But the overwhelming majority of whanau that I've um, worked with, uh, my capacity as a minita, mm. um, that's not them. Um, this drug sort of robs them of yeah, of yeah. Um, their potential of their hope, um, but it's you know that's a that's a huge generalization. But for me, it's like, and I think the bishop would probably call this zero summing. Um, but if there's damage being done at a level, then I'm not willing to have that level of our whanau be the sacrificial lambs because everyone else feels like. That they the, should be entitled to it. That's the yeah. sort of the flip side argument too, though. Eh? The damage is being done now, now that it's illegal. Yep. So, kind of people are being, um, uh, what would you call it? Um, so more damage is being done ju- that it now being charged, arrested. Yeah, and, and we hear that yeah. argument, eh? But sort of my response to that is, it's not the drug issue; it's the fact we have a racist justice system. Yep. That's yeah. the problem. So change the justice system. Which and but the the response to that might be. Well, the legalization of marijuana is a change to the justice system. Mm. It's but yeah, yeah, for, yeah. And my my sort of take is all anecdotal, I suppose you'd say. It's just from what I've personally seen and and whatnot. So maybe not the most informed position on the co-popper. Yeah. Um. But no, I'd, I'd yeah. agree. Like I'd think like an issue for me, just a bigger one, is the criminalisation of Māori, basically. Mm, mm. Yeah. Um, that, that we kind of end up kind of being charged more often in prison more often. Yeah. Uh, you know, to fight by a far, by a far higher degree. Well, it's like, it's like nine times. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. And I think oftentimes for things that, you know, they really shouldn't be getting done for. Um, yeah, but I just, yeah, I kind of agree. Like, I think... I think fine, eh? I think they are, that we are sort of similar on these issues, eh? We think that kind of the bigger picture, all of the different layers. I know I'm receptive to some of the arguments that say yes. Yep. Um, I don't like it on the east coast here. We've got what are they called now? Do a bioscience? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they're kind of working at um. Is it like medicinal cannabis? Yeah, yeah. So medicinal cannabis is already legal in mm, New Zealand, mm. but it's prohibitively expensive to a lot of which, people. Yeah, which so this would kind of bring that down. Which well, well um, I think that's a good thing. Well, and the expectation is 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 that um, through legalising sort of recreational marijuana and personal use, people could just access yeah, people it. could just access what they need rather than having to do the whole go to the doctors yeah. get the prescription. And I, I saw some online that were paying like six grand for like yeah, three months. No. Three months worth of it. So, you know, those those people, eh, that starts tugging at my heartstrings pretty quickly. But Mm. again, eh, that's to me it seems like that's an issue that can be dealt with through other legislation. Yeah. Um, not the blanket sort of um legalization of marijuana. But to be honest with you, bro, it's not a subject that I'm gonna be going out campaigning for. Like Yeah, what's our take like just generally like sort of 
Because again, they, like these answers, everyone's going to, of course, you know, ministers, hahi, conservative, yeah. um, and the rest of it. But what's our take generally? Like, you know, even just on alcohol, um, well, even just on alcohol, in terms of, um, in terms of kind of its effect. Like, what's our sort of stance on how we view, um. I don't, I don't know, kind of drinking. There's a um, there's 101 research uh, examples and studies that say prohibition doesn't work, eh? Mm. Um, but to be honest, that would be me, bro. Get rid of alcohol too. I think alcohol destroys communities. Um, I think that it's... Uh, and I wonder if someone's out there thinking, don't they have alcohol every Sunday? No, yeah. it's Jesus' blood. It's consecrated. <laughs> get, get a priest around and issue um, solved. But the greatest Māori who ever lived supported prohibition, so um, it would would it would be remiss of us not to support. He did that for fundraising too, though. He wanted right. to channel that money <laughs> into, in, into into cows, yeah. into cows, mm. in, into paying and uh, Fenway and then you have whaka, porupaihana. Yeah, true. Without prohibition, you wouldn't have porupaihana. That was that tipuna. Uh, Timothy, Timothy Kawa. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but but I, yeah, because I, I, I think one of our stance, like even on alcohol, eh, like a stance we always took in ministry was that you know never be in a situation where you're not in control of yourself. Yeah. So it wasn't sort of like hardline against. Alcohol. We understand people could be adults; they can drink um, moderately. But if you're in a situation where you're kind of abusing that, um, and it's becoming a problem, that's where we. Th- that's where we felt it was an issue. Yeah, and I'm wondering, like, does well, does that extend to then to marijuana? Mm. Yeah, well, yeah. like if, you, if you're on, if you're on in a position now where you're not in control, kind of, in, you know, t- I don't know what to, to what degree, eh, but of yourself and your life and your your family situation and the rest of it, is that kind of you know where the harm comes in the thing that we're trying to. Yeah, and, and maybe you might be winning me with that sort of an argument, eh? Like, I immediately think of the Augustinian model of um, sin. So how sin, yeah, yeah. The, basic, the basic thing is is that nothing in and of itself is sinful. Mm. The only, it only becomes sinful when its priority is out of whack. Yeah. So, for example, if, if we're using alcohol as an example, mm. if someone loves their alcohol more than they um, care about their family and care about putting food on the table, then alcohol becomes a sin. Mm. Alcohol in and of mm. itself isn't mm. sinful, um, so you know if you're talking in those terms, then maybe um, I can sort of I can jive with that. Yeah, and there's, um, there's lots of other um, things that we use that we ingest substances, whatever it is that are harmful to us or affect mm. our system and, and our emotions and our um, and our um, I want to say brains in <coughs> um, our bodies. Um, but, you know, we, we kind of don't think about those things every day. And it might yeah. be sort of the same situation of like, well, you know, is that kind of, does that go beyond a point where somehow it's becoming harmful um, to some degree? Is that when it's an issue? But, you mm-hmm. know, if we use these things every day and it's not kind of harmful generally. Is that okay? Yeah, well, in, in the other sort of um, studies I've seen eh, is that the legalization of of drugs doesn't overnight make everyone into drugs. If you know what I mean, like people who yeah. were always going to do it, carry on doing it. You don't have a sudden boom the next day yeah. with you know anyone who wasn't going to do it already going out and doing it. Um, I think it's probably one of one of the most nuanced sort of subjects that we've got going at the moment. Um, and and maybe my position on this is one of fear. 
which mm. isn't the best place to make a a, a decision on. But um, yeah, that's where I'm at on it. What about you, Zane? Sitting yeah. over there pretty quietly. Um, yeah, well, yeah, I'm against um, recreational use of marijuana, but mainly for the same reasons you are, Chris. It's because um, you know, I see what the effects it's had on my my immediate family. Yeah. Um, and I've seen the damages that, especially. For young people, how it can, you know, how it takes away ambition, how it takes away hope. And, you know, that might be a generalisation as well, but that's just from my immediate. And, you know, it sort of comes along with a lifestyle too. You know, an unhealthy lifestyle um, often comes along with it. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, we're sort of right. You know, we shouldn't, um, you know, the problem not necessarily is recreational drugs, but it's the issues that cause people to um, get in cycles of constant Drug use as well, which um, yeah. you know comes down to injustice as well, historical injustice. But you know, I always come from the stance: whatever harms and whatever um, could potentially um, harm Alfano, um, I'm against it. And you know, before this being available for our young people, I worry that you know it would, um, yeah, it would definitely harm some of our young people. And just because of that, that's the reason why I'm against it. But likewise with alcohol, you know, I'm sort of seeing the effects it's had on my um, immediate family, my cousins, my aunties and my uncles, and, um, you know, it sort of goes along with the same lifestyle. You know, not saying alcohol is bad, at all, alcohol is good, um, you know, when you prioritise it. Okay. Excuse me? Yeah. When you prioritise it, you know, um, when you do it well, uh, sorry. So you <laughs> you know, if you don't abuse it, yeah, if you, you don't drink abuse in moderation. It, yeah, drink in moderation. Um, but, you know, so much of Alfano, alcoholism is such a, you know, it's such a destroyer of homes, it's such a destroyer mm. of our young people. And so, yeah, so anything that um, can cause harm like that, that's the reason why I'm against it. Kilda. Mm. Sure. Okay, what about euthanasia? How are we voting on that? We're voting, we've already said, eh? He runs voting now? Yeah. Oh, my, Mike's, Mike's the old the lefty over there. Going. No, no, I'm, I'm convinced. No. Um, <laughs> but it's interesting though, because in some ways we 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 can point to personal experience where we would say, look, this this informs our stance on um, the mar- on marijuana. But and then, but the the powerful personal experience informs people's yes stance on euthanasia too. You know, yeah, I had nan, mm-hmm. auntie, spouse, whoever, who kind of endured, you know, um, this kind of immense pain or whatever. Um, and really the, the the kind of, I don't want to say humane, but, you know, they felt like the good thing to do in that point would have been if they could make that decision themselves to end that pain. Mm. I, I've got sort of sympathy for that. There's, you know, it gets in a bit of a grey area for us, eh? Um, we quite, like if we, if we have a principle, I think it would be to kind of uphold the sanctity of life, eh? Mm. Yeah, and I think, to be honest, for us as Māori too, um, the tapu of death, mm. the death process is a tapu one for us. Yeah, And so to to mess with that, I think, um, calls into question a lot of um, tikanga. Um, it, does, it doesn't mean that tikanga can, can't change, because it can, but we need to be sort of like front-footing it, eh? Because the last thing you'd want to do is to be rushing a change of tikanga because legislation's already happened. Yeah. Because that's when you get sort of not the most life-giving tikanga developer, you know, mm. like things. What's an example? And I, I, I hesitate to make this parallel because of the nature of it, but suicide, eh? Mm. So if, if we don't wānanga the, the impacts of suicide on our tikanga, then we end up doing things like excluding our whānau yeah. from the rūpā, mm. burying them in the gateway. 
you know, and that's not a life-giving tikanga. Yeah. Um, but like you say, Michael, we all have those stories, eh? Um, my sister died of a brain tumour. Funnily enough, um, the same brain tumour that Lucrezia Seals had, um, uh, my sister had that. So that means sort of the last few months of her life, uh, she couldn't walk, she couldn't talk, she was blind. Um, and a lot of people look at that and say that's not quality of life. I struggle with that argument because who's the arbitrator of that? Who decides mm. if just because someone can't walk, that's not quality of life? Because then I think of our, our disabled whānau yeah. who are living full lives in wheelchairs or, or what have you. Um, just because she's blind, she can't have quality of life. Just because she can't talk. Um, and, and sort of the, that experience, as much as those experiences shape those people who are for euthanasia, the experience with my sister mm. shaped... Um, my understanding with it to even above and beyond my whakapono side. And that's, um, there were moments during her dying, which yeah. was quite a long period, where um, she was incredibly happy. Mm. And it's not us looking at her and thinking, oh, she looks happy. It's her telling us. Mm. You know, those moments where she is lucid and she knows who's around her. And those moments of happiness um, would never have happened. Yeah. If if there was a switch we could have flicked and that would have turned her off, you know, a day early, two days early, a week early, a month early, what have you. Um, the other part of me is um, is concern for the vulnerable. Mm, mm. Our people are already underserved by our existing health care. There was the, uh, the Waitangi Tribunal report that was, um, or the claim was put forward by Te Kohau Health, uh, mm. led by Lady Moxon, yeah. Tudeti Moxon. I mean, the report came back, basically said New Zealand's health system is racist. Mm, mm. And not only that, it's not just institutionally racist, but there are there's an overwhelming majority of racist people within the New Zealand health system. Yeah, yeah. That's a freaky thing. If yeah, all yeah. of a sudden we're working with a health system that can legally kill our people. So I was on this panel uh, for the TV show uh, The Hui um, a wee while back, and one of the conversations that was coming up was this idea of rangatiratanga. Yeah. I should have autonomy over my body. Um, which you know I can I can get, but I'm me as a person as an individual as Chris, I'm more than willing to give up my rangatiratanga mm. if that means that this person over here isn't at risk of being killed yeah. or murdered or put to sleep against against their will. Also, I think there's conversations around there. You might be able to speak to this, Zane, um, of the idea of individualism in Maori society. Yeah. I'm not mine. You know, I belong to my whānau. Um, so, yeah, interesting ideas of what it means to have rangatiratanga, to have sort of like body autonomy for us as Māori. Yeah, yeah, no, that's um, totally true. Because, um, you know, I, yeah, like my heart and the reason why I'm voting against euthanasia is because, you know, I worry and I'm concerned with um, the most vulnerable, the poorest, those who are often left behind so by society. And, you know, you look at our health system now and, you know, that report, that what the Waitangi Tribunal report, which mm -hmm. was um, led by Lady Moxon, and you see that already our people's health has been neglected, and many of our mm. people are dying because of inadequate health treatment. Then, once it's legalized for our people to, you know, have assisted um, die in euthanasia, then how you know, with neglect can still continue in those places. Mm. And so, you know, I think of um, our disabled whānau, and especially I've got disabled family members. Um, you know. And I would hate to think that, you know, they would be in a position where um, they may, you know, they might choose the um, 
be, be seen too much as a burden of society. Yeah, to There's a societal yeah. pressure because, like, we we can't really even get it right in terms of how we value people mm. or, or um, kind of measure others' worth. Yeah. That's true in terms of racism, eh? That says that kind yep. of Māori just assumes, that, you know, it's it's pervasive um, that somehow you, you you aren't kind of, well, you're sub, really. Um, so, yeah, there's kind of a house system which is already killing us. Mm. Yeah, right. um, and, and I think it works, like, sometimes it's not even like in, in I want to say, in direct, open kind of ways. Oh, no. no. Like the way it kind of works it's, it's the, the, subtle, the it's insidious. Bro, go, um, to, go to a doctor for a sprained ankle. Yeah, and they so, tell I mean, you so no one's going to say, oh, look, we can't see anywhere in this process where yeah. that's kind of um, disadvantaging you or whatever. But actually, everything, every step of the way is working kind of against you. Mm, mm, and you're lucky yeah. if it isn't. And that'll be true, as true. And, and we hear these voices kind of being raised uh, of people living with disability. Yeah. Bro, you, you already are undervalued. Yeah. Your worth is kind of questioned your value. Um, so if that's already mm-hmm. kind of in that space, and now we're going to have a debate about whether or not, um, you know, or what are the rights of or the worth of or whatever of you kind of continuing to live. Yeah, well, that, that's one of the big arguments, say, hey, that the idea of choice, we should have choice mm. over what, what happens to us. But, bae, Māori already are denied that choice in our health system. Absolutely. We're not empowered to do the best for us and our whanau. Um, so, like, I'd, I'd hate to say this, but those sorts of arguments really, for me, rest on the Pākehā side of this conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because choice isn't something that we we exercise or we're encouraged to exercise, eh? Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, again, eh? Hugely interesting kaupapa. I, I think literal life and death, eh? And one one of the people I think about straight away is one of my favourite tweeps, mm-hmm. uh, person I follow on Twitter, Huhana. Oh yeah. Um, she's Huhana Hickey. She's amazing. Yeah. Mm. I mean, and throughout this process, she's been sort of a constant voice for yeah. our disabled whanos. You know, and just sitting right there saying, "Hey, what about us? Remember us? Know about us? Without us?" And I saw during COVID, she shared this link to this um, article of a of a quadriplegic who, who contracted COVID. Yeah. And he dropped into a. Um, a coma, and the the hospital um, decided to stop treating him because he didn't have quality of life anyway. He was a quadriplegic. Yeah. So even that treat, like you yeah, know? that's even scary. That triage. So so when you have limited resources yeah. or resources yeah. aren't, yep. you know, flowing in the right place, you're making decisions about whether those resources get to someone yep. or not based on. Mm. And and it, and that might not even come out like, oh yeah, I made this conscious decision to not help yeah. that person. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it kind of. Yeah, even it's that's freaky. I, th- I think I, here's a principle to go by, and I can't remember where I was seeing this, but I thought actually, I, sh- I should try and follow that one and remember it. But it's kind of saying on the racism front, it was saying if you know if brown people, black people are saying something is a problem or it's racist, mm. it's a problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. You know, you can get yeah. un- get into the nuance and mm-hmm. argue it back and forth later, like mm-hmm. how much of a problem, what all the kind, what's the context, yada yada. But if someone's saying it's a problem, it's a problem. It doesn't yeah. matter what you think. Mm-hmm. And I think on this issue eh, with the euthanasia one, if, uh, if even if eh, people with disability are saying, actually, hold up, this is a problem, mm. yeah, we then got we it. all need to to stop and say, actually, yes, this is a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kilda. Um, so yeah, I totally oh. took all that hard. 
Oh, beautiful note to um to end that wahanga on. Um, yeah, we're we're not the type to be out bloody evangelizing for our point of view or mm, or mm. whatever. I, one thing I would go to bat for is other lives of of our Fano though. Yeah. Um. So, as Minita, if this passes, which is probably pretty likely, just a, a quick sort of three minute hot take. How are we going to respond to this? If 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 we have someone in our congregation who says, "Look, this is all too much for me." I, I'm going. Well, I've been accepted for euthanasia. It's happening. What's our response to that person? Well, that's a hard one. <laughs> I, I I think we've we've just been arguing that our response is going to be firstly to say, you know, is is that really the case? Mm-hmm. Um, and not, I hope not, stupidly and blindly. Yeah. Um, you know, fully knowing that situation and with aroha and compassion yep, and, that's and the one belief in them, and and but also we're there to minister to others like if they will accept that ministry with aroha, no matter what. Yeah, whether they make that decision or not, you know, it's kind of not in our hands to force that one way or the other. If that was the case, no, we're there answer, to bro. kind of show God's love and uphold mm-hmm. their dignity. In yeah. life and and in that transition to death, no matter what. So, yep. you agree with that, Zane? Yep, totally. Yeah. You what? know, um, yeah, definitely. If I was in that situation, it would be to you know continue to um, show them God's love and obviously Gilda. advocate for life. Um, but yeah, then also speak. I, I would I would probably speak out and say you know when you make decisions like this. We should always be concerned with the least of society, not how it affects us, mm. but how mm-hmm. it affects the least yeah, of our society. Totally. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just love. Mm. I think that's probably a rule of a rule of life. Huh? Definitely, love is the said, response. Let love be the tikanga. Faha, what an onslaught, preacher. <laughs> Where are you taking us on this journey next, Zane? Well, Fano, we have a quite a quite a uplifting um, co-papa now. Okay. Um, to finish off and to land this wonderful plane of a podcast, <laughs> and that <laughs> is sixty second sermon. Sixty second Ooh. sermon. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. So sixty second sermon, Fano, is your favourite uh, time of the week with your lovely Rev Talk people. Um, we get a co-papa. Um, we'll preach a 60 second sermon each um, yep. Are we going to do the same kopapa each? No, no, we'll do a different kopapa each Ooh. 60 seconds Sorry on that kopapa yep. We just throw um, a tucky out I've got, I've got some tucky preloaded on my phone with a randomizer app Should I time? So I'll push the thing, yep, you be the timer um, So you're about to have a very uh, awesome treat Three sermons in three minutes Hallelujah and 60 second so sermon Hopefully With Rev Talk Alright, I've got my phone out, Farno. Um just flicking into my app now. All right, who's going first? Michael. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, we got Ven Mike going first. Um, he he learned from the best of them, so he should nail this. All right, randomize. Go. <laughs> What's the talking sports? Okay, so so the the rule is you either <laughs> preach on the subject or use a metaphor from that subject. Man, or, I wish or I had that like one. That. Oh. Okay. The game of I've life. I've heard you preach on sports before. It's also a sermon you swore in. Um, you always say I swear in sermons. You, you do. I don't. Do you just have a lower threshold for what you think a swear word is? What's a swear word? I don't want to <laughs> say. <it. laughs> All right. So I, you've I, got sports. That's a bit of a killy one. I'm a bit thrown. Game of life. Okay. You, you get. You get. You get one. You get one change. 
But if if you get a next topic and it's worse than your first one, you have to go with the second one. Yeah, whatever. You, you down? I guess so. Okay, Michael's taking a, a pass on the first one. All right. Oh. What's this? Peace. Oh, that's worse. Easy. <laughs> Wait, so you have one minute to think up a sermon and then one minute to present our ser- your sermon. One minute to think it up. Go Zane, start our clock. All right. Finally, start, the time has started. Meanwhile, Zane and I will just sit here and... Um, do we have jokes, Zane? Tell a joke. Oh, yep. I have a joke. Okay. Okay, so Farno, you know Mary, right? Yep. If Mary had Jesus... Yep. And Jesus was the Lamb of God... Yeah. Does that mean Mary had a little lamb? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Next one, um, what joke do I have? Um, how come yep. you can only ever... Ran through a campground and never run through a com- campground. I don't know. Because it's past tense. Oh, that's hilarious. Hey, Zane doesn't get it far enough. Past tense. Oh, past tense. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Past, you know. <laughs> okay, next one, Zane. All right. Um, Your steers one. Oh, yeah, my steers. Oh, yeah. Okay, so far, no, there's a real estate agent, right? <laughs> And this real estate agent is showing this lady and her daughter around a two-story house. So they look around the whole of the bottom floor, all good, and they go over to the staircase. The lady says, what's upstairs? And then the real estate agent says, sorry, ma'am, unfortunately the stairs don't talk. (laughs) What's upstairs? All right, we're good to go, Mikes. You want to stop that timer and start it again, Zane? He's just going to do a a, a 30-second prayer. Five, four, three. Two, one. Okay, oh, This uh, co is going to be very simple. Um, my tucky, my topic today is peace. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm going to say about peace. Peace, um, peace isn't. Uh, peace isn't just the absence of tension. I think it's something that's been said, but it's the presence of justice. Kia And I'm going to give you a real simple definition. Uh, of what justice is. We mm-hmm. can bat that back and forth. Mm-hmm. Sometimes as human beings, we're down with punitive justice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want people to be punished. Um, you know, whatever someone's done to someone else, we, we feel this kind of urge that it should be done to them to some yeah. degree. But I'm going to give you another definition of justice, and this comes from one of our, our favourite uh, scholars, amazing man uh, that I haven't met, but Chris has met personally. And taking a selfie with Walter Brueggemann, look him up, read his stuff. But his definition of justice is brilliant, really, and I love it. And he says, justice is about figuring out what belongs to whom and returning it to them. And I think that's something uh, you can meditate on for a long time and keep getting more and more out of. Justice is about figuring out what belongs to whom and returning it to them. So coming back to peace, it's not just about when everything's nice, it's not just about... Um, when everyone feels like, you know, there's not too much going on, mm. it's kind of calm. If we're saying that peace is about the presence of justice, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that it's always going to be calm. Yeah. It doesn't mean we're always just going to go along with whatever's, uh, whatever's happening Ooh. just to keep it all calm mm-hmm. and gentle and nice. Uh, yes, but we've Lord. got to look around and go, um, you know, what belongs to whom? What do I have that belongs, that doesn't really belong to me, belongs to someone else? What, what around us really belongs to someone else? And how do we return it to them? Kilda. If we can do that, then that's the presence of justice, and then that's peace. Amen. Kilda. Hallelujah. Return the land. 
Yeah, return the land. Kilda, Kilda, Tenakwe. Give us peace. Beautiful. Not bad at all. Who's next? I'll go next. Randomize. And the Kopapa is. <laughs> I wish I got this one. What is it? Tau Matakura. What? Oh, uh, can I go again? Do you input these tucky? Yeah, I just put in random words. Oh, gonna have to go again. You're gonna go yeah. again, bro. It's so oh, awesome. Can bro. I have it? Yeah, I'll give it to Chris. <laughs> it's too easy. Give it to Chris. Okay. Go All on, right. Chris. Take flight. Take flight. Mike got at least sixty seconds. Oh, okay. Um, Michael, do you have a cool joke you'd like to share with Vano? Oh no, I don't actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Vano, my um. Uh, so the subject of my coho is Piripitou Matakura mm-hmm. Right Okay Are you going to start a timer? Oh, are you ready? The, the hard part about this Is going to be talking For only 60 seconds Yeah yeah. So you have mm-hmm. to keep it in, in, in Yep okay, okay let's go Five Four Three Two One Kia ora tato. You'll notice if you're on social media um, At all lately That there's a huge corridor around uh, Two ideas One of them is decolonisation and the other one is indigenization. This is especially um, prevalent, these ideas, in sort of um, the, the Māori Twitter sphere at the moment. And I think they're two amazing and beautiful ideas. Not only ideas, but a call to witness. Ooh. A call to witness and see the indigenization and decolonization mm-hmm. uh, of our practices and our people. So, you might be wondering, what yeah. on earth does that have to do with Piripito Matakura? Piripito Matakura is... Um, mm-hmm the original missionary to Ngāti Pro. He is from mm-hmm. Ngāti Pro. He was taken north, and while he was up there, he learned a few things. They brought him home, and he brought with him the gospel, but yes. not only the white man's gospel. Ooh. Instead, he brings with him the seed of the gospel. He implants that seed deep in the whenua of Ngāti Pro. and what comes forward isn't a Pākehā church. It's not a Western church. Yep. It's not an English church, despite the fact it's an Anglican church. Ooh. Instead, it's an indigenous church. It's the Mihinare church. It's a church that says it's okay to be Māori, and be Christian. It's a church that says not only shall we internalise and indigenise our whakapono, but we will haka our whakapono. Ooh. And so you get things like Tihe Taruke written by Mohitude. It's yep. a church that says mm. we will carve the theology of our people Hallelujah. in our buildings and in our churches. And so you have St. Mary's in Tikitiki. Indigenization and decolonization mm. has been a hallmark of the faith in Tairafiti since its very arrival yep. in 1834. The challenge for us Fano is this, to continue the work of indigenization. Indigenization isn't something that happens once and that's it. Instead, indigenization is something we all have to work at, that we oh continue yes. to work at, to fulfill the dreams of our ancestors and the dreams of God. And Fano, that's the gospel in 60 seconds. In two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> now no, you've got to do the, the haka. But praise the Lord. Thank you for that, Canon Chris. What a beauty one. <sighs> on fire, on fire. That, that was that was an easy good one. Out, out of all three of us, mm-hmm. the one who will probably actually mention the Bible will be Zane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Michael and I, um, we're a, we're a theologian. I was thinking about the blessing. We and we reference liturgy. Yeah, yeah okay. the peace that surpasses. And liturgy is just um, it's just scripture. Liturgy is scripture. Orchestrated. <laughs> <laughs> okay, preach on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, randomize. Are we ready to randomize? I'm ready, and We're I hope it's a good cope. Zane's up, and you're straight into it. Zane, no preparation. You're straight in. Oh, I have to All take right. ten seconds, Ken and Chris. Okay, ten seconds. Here we go. Randomize. Farno. Oh, oh okay. that's Easy. a beautiful one. Well, go, go straight ahead then. All right. Okay. Start your timer, boy. Give me ten seconds. <laughs> Nine, Ken and Chris, do eight, you have a joke you'd like seven, to share? Six, five, four, three, two. 
one, level up. Fano, Fano is such a beautiful <laughs> thing, and it really is great to be speaking about Fano today. Go ahead and turn to your neighbor <laughs> and say, Fano is a beautiful thing. Fano is a beautiful thing. Hallelujah. Fano, what Fano means for me is, is Fano. Is it means that nobody gets left behind. <laughs> oh, it means Does that, that we are one body. In Jesus, it means that the kingdom of God has come down from earth because Fano, we are the Fano of God. We are the family mm-hmm. of God. Fano means family, and family means nobody gets left behind, which means that mm. God's kingdom is to come down on earth. It means that um, we love one another just like Jesus taught us to love. It means that we are one body and we appreciate one another as brothers and Preach. sisters because we are born of one spirit. Fano is a powerful thing. Fano is the thing that um, <laughs> wait. It's really hard to focus. Fano <laughs> is the thing that um, yeah, that is the ultimate expression of God's love on earth. I think, and so um, yeah. So whenever I think of Fano, especially here on earth, I think of God's unconditional love, the love that is here on earth to set us all free. Woohoo! Nice one, Zane. Oh, Very cool. That was sixty-second sermons or th- three sermons in three minutes. With the revs, what a cool segment! That was pretty cool. Nice exercise. That, that, that'll be a, that'll be that'll be coming back next again, time. We might include some scripture. Yeah. Well, you know, we were referring to um, scriptural concepts, L- like Walter Brueggemann, eh? Big picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big that's picture. why I yeah. reference Walter Brueggemann. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no reiri te fano nei ra te mihi kia koto katoa. Ko whakarongo mai nei ki tēnei uh, o ngā punua pāhoi kia nei ko Rev Talk, the Mihinari podcast. Mm-hmm. E hikama, any last words? No, nah, yeah, good to be back. Yeah, it's been wonderful. I've really enjoyed this podcast. Um, It's been very uplifting. Yeah, a bit of a change yeah. up from what we might usually do, sort of old segments have been... Uh, taken out and a couple of new ones put in, but it's it's awesome to be back. Yeah. Um. And with any luck, this will be weekly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can we just say that a lot of that's dependent on Chris? <laughs> I, I I'm the um yeah I'm the engineer. Yeah. Producer. Producer. Engineer. Producer. Engineer. Producer. Engineer. Zane um, and I are ready every day. I'm yeah. the I'm the host, and I've got two co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> no, finally, thank you very much um for locking into Rev Talk with Me Nutty podcast. We'd love to hear from you. You can engage with us. Um, on Facebook through the Rev Talk uh, Facebook page or Rev Life uh, mm-hmm. wherever you see us, uh, come and have a yarn whether it's online or in person. We really look forward. Are we going to get a new TikTok soon? Sometime with you soon. Yep, um, this weekend. This weekend Ooh. we're going to have and Mike's going to be in it. Okay. Whoa! Special announcement. Special announcement. Oh, was it hashtag spoiler alert? Neira te mihi kia katoa etefana. No reira. Toi tu te rangi. Toi tu te fenua. Toi tu te aroha o te atua, toi tu o namana ki tanga katoa, mauri ora e te karaiti. Amen. Amen. <laughs>